0: Filmmaker Commentary episode 170. Wait, let me give it Filmmaker Commentary Episode 170. Welcome to Filmmaker Commentary where we cover movies with commentaries from directors who take the time to record them on Blu-ray and DVDs. We also give our detailed insights, so look out for spoilers. We discuss the latest in showbiz news along with
1: movies and TV shows that we've been watching. So join Reginald Titus Jr. That's me. And KCG Smith, that's me, every week here on Filmmaker Commentary
0: Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of Filmmaker Commentary, I'm Reginald Titus Jr. I'm joined with KCG Smith Welcome back, sir Good to be back, sir And today we're talking about Kill Bill, Volume 2 um, What year? 2004? 3? 2004 Boom
1: And what was the box office and the budget for Part 2? All right, so part two of Kill Bill came in with an estimated budget of $30 million and raked in a worldwide gross of $154 million bills, y'all. That's a win. Yes, sir. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think it's genius, you know. It's like, uh, it would have been one long movie, but let's just chop
1: it up into two parts because there's
0: so much going on.
1: so much. And it's done in chapters, so it, it, it lends itself to, okay, you got... X amount of chapters here. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be some more coming here. And yeah, uh, yeah. very, very well done. Yeah. This, was a, this was a unique watch. Well, I guess we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on, kind of how, how, how we watched this. Indeed. What were the uh, awards
0: uh, from this film? And what was the sentiment
1: at the time in
0: 2004?
1: So people were clamoring. For <laughs> volume two to come out, I True. mean the way that one ends, which is just so action packed, they're like, "Where's the sequel?" Yeah, Quentin, "Where's the sequel?" So people were they were hungry for this, and it just came out. I mean, like a, just a little over a year later, which yeah. is pretty awesome to get a sequel that quick. Yeah, uh, as far as awards go, so this one won some awards that I hadn't I hadn't seen before that I'll mention. They're actually specific stunt awards mm. um it did get nominated for a couple of golden globes for best performances by of course Uma Thurman and one David Carradine uh then there were the okay, okay at the MTV Movie Awards it won best fight between Daryl Hannah and Uma Thurman and of also course. best movie uh excuse me best hero for one being of course Uma Thurman once again The Bride and there are the World Stunt Awards. Have you heard of these before? I haven't. Nor had I. This is back in 05. Won, it won the Taurus Award for Best Fight. And that's between Zoe Bell and Monica Stags. Hmm. But so also... Stunt. Okay. Mm-hmm, and then Best Overall Stunt by a Stunt Woman. Once again, Zoe Bell and Monica Stags for two women fight inside a, a cramped trailer home using swords and household items to battle each other. They crash through the walls and fly into furniture. Was the description they used. Well,
0: yeah. One of the, like... This was from... Volume One, the stunt that sticks out of my brain is the one where somebody gets thrown off the second floor and they and their body hits a table when they on the second floor on the first floor they get thrown over the side they fall bam hit that table and then roll off I'm like oh that was a real person
1: yeah man it's uh that was pretty nice. during some the crazy of some, of some of those bumps yeah man it's uh, Ugh, that one
0: looked like it hurt. It was kind of like the Captain America one on the uh, Civil War when he's off when he the... Z- yeah. Bing, but yeah. But that the, one seems the, like the, that might have been a little computer fun little going CGI on. CGI yeah. action for but sure. The, yeah, but like, but the feeling is the same one where you see Captain America fall and then he hits that 18-wheeler and then he lands it's like, oh, that feels... Yeah. You can feel that one.
1: It's like, oh, he <laughs> just shakes it off. And <laughs> in the movie, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Super Soldier Serum.
0: <laughs> Dead in real life. <laughs> Dead. Um. Uh, anyhow, um, sentiment. Everybody was clamoring. Distributed by Mir- Miramax. Um. Yeah, I was one of those people. That was waiting. I was like, "Oh man, that's where." Let's get to it, pal. Where
1: <laughs> I, w- I I kind of wish I'd watched this in the the theaters back then. I was yeah. I was I was yeah I wasn't going to the movies too often during this time, but uh, but yeah. So I, I got but I caught up eventually. So yeah. Right.
0: Tarantino's one of the few directors where I'm like, I got to go to the theater and see it. Mm. Yeah, um, especially yeah. Even with that, being a college student at that time, we had a little cheap local theater. Uh, but anyhow, before we talk further about Kill Bill Volume One, let's talk about TV
1: news and movies.
0: Why?
1: All right. So according to Variety. Um, one, uh, Jamie Foxx hospitalized in Atlanta following medical complications. Uh, Jamie Foxx has been hospitalized in Atlanta following a medical complication. His family revealed late Wednesday evening. Uh, we wanted to share that my father, Jamie Foxx, experienced a medical complication yesterday. Foxx's daughter, Corinne Fox uh, posted in a statement on Instagram. Luckily, due to quick action and great care, he is already on his way to recovery. We know how beloved he is and appreciates your prayers. The family asked for privacy during this time. The nature of the medical complication was not disclosed. TMZ reported that it happened on Tuesday morning local time when, excuse excuse me, which is when Fox was first taken to the hospital. So we wish Jamie Fox a speedy recovery uh, in lieu of his uh, medical incident and emergency. Yes, indeed. All right. So another quick update. According to Screen Daily, more records. Pardon me. More records as the Super Mario Bros. movie nears 350 million in North America. Uh, Bo is afraid scores big in per-site average. Mm. The Super Mario Bros. movie scored a record second weekend for an animated film with an estimated 87 million, preparing Universal/ slash, uh, Illumination's family blockbuster to 348 point, excuse me, 347.8 million as it barrels towards a one billion dollar. Uh, global box office Nice
0: Cool I didn't expect that With Super Mario Brothers
1: Neither did I It's good to see them Get a win I don't care about The Mario Brothers You so don't I mean, you never
0: played The Mario games
1: Like Back in the day Yeah I, I specifically made sure When we got our Nintendo That it didn't have Mario Brothers Unbelievable Mario Brothers Was a great game Yeah I, I, I respect But they're, yeah they're, They've always been popular And spun off into Mario Kart Mario Golf Mario yeah. World Yeah yeah but I'm talking about the movies like you know the movies was like eh oh, yeah. <laughs> remember I, that <laughs> I, I'd i consider watching the movie when it, when it comes to streaming see, see what going on. well sparks. remember I the first kind of movie that movies. came out in the 90s oh that was yeah garbage. it was a disaster yeah I, I did like the, the they they had a show that came on in the late 80s early 90s mm-hmm. with Lou Albino mm-hmm. that had a fun theme song mm-hmm. with the Mario brothers and I didn't dun. see that episode you'll be hooked on the brothers <laughs> uh, and they had the beat <laughs> yeah the, the music the music was on point but uh <laughs> but yeah but i get my my next door neighbor they they were they were kind of the first in the block to get the nintendo and remember we were, they used to babysit us so we would you know be over at their house and mm-hmm. you know i'd watch them play mario and they'd be on past the show now and then i'd play some but just scoffed at it and passed it to the next kid. But it was it was kind of cool. But I but I didn't, I didn't I didn't I didn't I don't know what happened. I didn't. But I didn't love it enough where I wanted to like I didn't. I was like no. Nah, I don't want I don't want this game. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. Like, eh. And so i been then. And then became a, a Sega guy. So I was like, eh, forget forget Mario.
0: Yeah. That's all. That's the only game we they, it came with it. So the only one we had. We had Mario and Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. <laughs> Duck, Duck Hunt was fun. Yeah. That's
1: we was killing it. Mm. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that it's doing well at the box office. I always cheer for uh, good animated, and it's it's, you know, I think ironically enough, I think Sonic the Hedgehog kind of paved the way, ironically for Mario. Even Mario, you know, as a, came out as an IP first, mm-hmm. uh, but those Sonic movies have done well. I don't think they've done as well as what Mario's doing now. But um, I think Sonic are some of the best video game adaptations yeah. of a of a you know a video game IP that we that ever. Yeah. I so.
0: go, yeah, I don't know. I can't go through my files. I don't think I have a file there. Most are bad for kids. <laughs> for I mean, for games,
1: uh, the only good ones mm-hmm. again. Most people will be the first Mortal Kombat oh, is yeah. good. Oh yes. Some of the I think I think some of the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raiders are, are 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 okay. They were box offices. They were box office. They Successful. were hits. So yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong with a
0: cute looking woman jumping around. Just saying. Uh, Reginald In the nineties <laughs> Said that, not Katie. I'm am I lying, everybody? Am I lying? Uh, uh, that, that
1: was in the nineties hey, Angela right? and she was, she was she was she was it. She was she was she was she was, she was a hot hot commodity. <laughs> said, <"Reginald>
2: Titus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I said it. Yeah, I said it. No <laughs> But uh um, but yeah, those those they were successful but as far as like you know, from a quality standpoint, again, but but man, there've been a lot of attempts and a lot of misses and yeah, two man, from Prince of Persia to Ooh, I mean, Street Fighter. Oh man, like the Street Fighter movie they did in the nineties. The best part about the movie is the soundtrack, the hip hop soundtrack. That, that's the best I part. Am of off my feet, you, you're, you're always gonna shake <laughs> your feet. Prime to the hammer, hammer to the prime. Yeah. <laughs> 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 straight feet. to my feet
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, straight to my feet I was like, I don't remember the lyrics Oh man Oh man, because when Van Damme dances is always funny to me oh, You know, yeah. So he's like just doing his little Van his Damme little, his, dance. his little shoulder shrug
1: Yeah And oh, his like,
0: little smug look on his face Yes, that was him And then he does his little whip, whip, whip kick oh. <laughs> You know, hold it in the air Like, oh. it's Van Damme That's yeah. what makes him him Man Yeah Street Fighter They tried to, to do Street Fighter A couple times Like, I think that one did well At the box office though But you know From a
1: like a Story standpoint I mean ugh I, I I watched it And I don't know What it was about <laughs> I, I remember I remember The dude from The Adams Family Raul What's his yeah, name That's right He, he play played, in played in Bison Yeah well, He got a good actor here In a, uh, in a bad role
0: Yeah <laughs> yeah and it's just when you ain't got no muscles bro and then you put on the
1: muscle suit like no muscles and no budget because like <laughs> I don't think there's a, there's no kind of sonic boom done in the movie yeah it's bad I remember you know uh you know because obviously Van Damme plays lieutenant guile yeah
0: and, he, and he can pull the moves off
1: he and he does a flash kick at like the very end but it's like it's like I oh, don't know this is just no yeah they th- that one they i think they could they could do something with that today.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of the Street Fighter, the anime stuff, did great. Oh, man, the it Street did Fighter great. anime in the movie? Yeah, I mean, that, is that was fantastic. Awesome. That's because yeah. it's got the right God. level of
1: brutality. <laughs>
0: yes. a Beast, like, yeah, I mean, you can't, come on.
1: Yeah, you got Vega in there, and yeah, but yeah, so... Um. <laughs> Nonetheless, though Super Mario Brothers doing this thing yeah, at the box office. That's what I got for the news. What you've been watching, Reginald?
0: Um, we because you know we it's been a week or two since we've last recorded. Um, we wife and I we finished up Swarm on Amazon Prime. Okay, and that one was surprisingly good. It's a little creepy. Um, it's out there. Donald Glover creators as we know from Atlanta. So he's got a lot of his. Seasoning in there Yes Mm -hmm. And uh, didn't know It was uh, based on The true story Holy smokes Whoa You start digging into Like the reality Of what happened You're like Oh my god Oh wow So that adds a different Different element to it man But yeah It's good
1: Okay Okay
0: Surprisingly good I was like At first I was like "Ah," But then Kind of stuck it out And I'm like Dang this is Art In a way Mm. Yeah, this is art. Anything else? Um, have I been watching anything else? That's all that I can remember. I, um speaking of Fox, uh watched the trailer, uh, Michael J. Fox. It's uh kind of kinda jump it's a documentary jumping into his life up until now. And that's gonna be shown on Apple Plus. Or Apple
1: what is it? Is it Apple Plus? Apple Plus or Apple TV Plus. Apple, t- uh, Apple Plus.
0: Yeah, I don't know the fish name. I guess Apple Plus. But yeah, so that um, it'll be exclusive on there next month or so. Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so huge fan of Michael J. Fox. So I don't know how I'm going to watch it. Uh, everything that just drops
1: on Apple, I'm just like, all right. <laughs> they had a promotion going recently where you could get three three months for free. Bro, I, I, I just signed up for it. You did? Okay, maybe I'll
0: do that. It's just been like... There's been movies that dropped on there. I was like, oh, that'd be cool to see. But not nothing 100% where I'm just like, I have to sure. get my subscription today. If you, if you, you ever, Have you ever done a... I've had a... Um, trial. When I bought my iPad, it came like a year free. And even with that, I didn't really... Tap into uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I only watched like a couple things. Understandable. But that's it. That's all I've um, been watching. What about yourself, brother?
1: I've watched a few things. Okay. Yes. So one, I did go to the theaters. Me and my, my buddy, we went and saw air oh i didn't know that was going to the theater that was good it is oh it's there oh yeah is there oh my that was it was solid what yeah of course i mean again ben affleck directing and probably him and damon both on the script matt damon matt damon you know and and man you got i mean there's the cast i mean jason bateman yeah chris tucker marlon wayne's uh, again, Ben Affleck, Viola Davis. Oh, yeah. Oscar, so, Oscar, right? She's got an Oscar. Right? Oh, yeah.
0: Yes, sir. Award winning. Is she an Ascot or what is it
1: called? Egot.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tie, isn't it? Nice, is. It, is, it is an
1: accessory. Yes. You can wear that. <laughs> she, Hello, Reginald. She's Welcome an, to entertainment. An, an, an Egot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she's an egot or not. I I, uh, I think the only thing maybe is the Grammy. that The she Grammy, needs. yeah, and that would. I don't know that she sings per se. I wouldn't be surprised if comedy. she did. Remember the Why comedy? That could be. That's could the be it could be comedy, or could be like yeah, she or you could do some kind of vocal thing somewhere. Uh, audible books. Wasn't it the audible book thing? Potentially was that an audible? I don't know. I
0: remember it was something That was like It was like Oh so you got your Grammy This way um, On one of our op- episodes
1: That we were going up Yeah uh-uh, you, so you snuck that one in Hey It all counts So uh, But yeah Potentially they could do Something like that But um, I think it's
0: more spe- I think it's In my opinion um, It's more special When you can actually When you can sing And you get a Grammy For singing And then you do All the other stuff It's like Shh, that is just le- You're just in a different league
1: hey, If you get a line Of the right product Project and uh it and you win. You win. But yeah, if you got the pipes That's what I mean. More power to you. All right, but uh, so Saw Air, it was yeah, it was very solid. And it's it's like we, we all know what the outcome's gonna be, right? It's it's uh, you know you hi- history. Um but it's really well done, you know? Well done, well it moves, like the pace of it moves really well. It's like, oh, air. you know, it's a talking head movie. Mm-hmm. But it's just but it just moves and it moves and Who moves. Who plays uh
0: Jordan or is it like kinda like revealed later or is it like no? Nope.
1: You know, you know it's, always, you know right it's away? always no, it's always the back of his head. You don't see him. Oh. It's like it's like kinda the early concepts of uh entourage where they were gonna have you never see any you know, Vinny chase. Oh, um, you only see just a mystery. Yeah. You only see the back of, back of Jordan's head. He's like kill bill in volume one. You only see his hand. Yeah, there you or, go. Or hear his voice. But I, I figured they were going to do that from the, from the, the, the trailers that I watched. It's like I don't think they're going to actually reveal and they don't need to because he's, uh, his mom was the one who really kind of brokered, uh, brokered the, the deal. Sure. Yeah. My client obviously had a say in it, but it's cool to see how it all comes together at the end and how he, he, he kind of changed the game for endorsements here's a, a fun fact I didn't know mm-hmm. the original Air Jordan it had a lot of red in it right and that was like against uh, league policy like guys like that's why what, what you saw so many kind of plain shoes or just like white and yeah they were white and white, blue yeah like white and blue whatever converse Ugh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you had colors outside of that you would get fined, and so mm. Nike told them that we said we'll, we'll, we will pay the fines for that first year. We'll pay the fines for the shoe just so we could stand out and look different. That is well played, especially yeah. if you can afford that. Yep. So they they did, and and again they were they were their basketball division was on the ropes, but anyway it all turned around. But yeah, air solid solid film. Also, I don't think I I think this is. Yeah. Okay. So I also I, I I think the last time we spoke I told you I'd, I'd watch and so we when we watched Jackie Brown I went back and watched Coffee. Yes, you did. So I also went back and I watched Foxy Brown. Oh, I thought you was gonna watch the prison. What is it? Black Mama versus White Mama. <laughs> what uh, was it called? Uh, yeah, Black Mama White Mama. I was like, Nah, <laughs> so this that's just super gonna exploitation? be exploitation. Yeah, it's gonna be a little too too much.
0: It's <laughs> too much. Yeah. So, what's was the plot?
1: But I, just went with, I went with Foxy Brown And that's got That's, that's classic got, Yeah that's got, that's got That's got some stuff in it But uh, you know But Pam Greer She's doing, doing her thing Kicking Much butt Oh yeah
0: Ooh wee
1: spent the old school Pam Greer lord Yeah Yeah man I also watched The original House Party On, on HBO Max Have you ever Max. seen The
0: first House Party
1: it had been years man Okay man. Be, Every time I go to that It's like it years
0: Yeah I know right Drip it all over Drip Just follow the drip
1: <laughs> Freeze, Negroes So what'd you think? Yo, yeah, Man, I, I was like Once, when I watched it I'm like, okay I remember these Like these different scenes But it'd been a, I don't think I'd ever seen it Fully all the way through oh. I think maybe I'd come in on, on different parts of it Um, Yeah, it was absolutely solid, man Solid movie, man Tisha Campbell Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You better hurry yeah. When she was changing
0: You better hurry yeah. <laughs> yep <laughs> Man, I don't right know up. if I should leave or watch. Yeah. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> we watched that movie over and over again. It's seared in my brain. Yeah, it is
1: absolutely solid. Uh, one of course, uh, Reginald Hudlin. Uh, directing House Potty
0: And his brother was in it right His uh, They were the guys with the They had the the shopping cart And they had the little he- oh, thing on their head yeah
1: like they, they And kinda they kind of randomly show up Like in between Like yeah. during a chase Yeah They just They pop up uh, And they, they they then run into a Get on a bus or whatever yeah. to, to a scale What you schedule. looking at mm-hmm. I watched I watched it on Disney Plus I, And this thing had popped up I think actually last month During uh, International Women's Month But it was something called uh, It's a series called Empower
0: there, yeah, I saw the thumbnail and I was looking at it. And I was like, "Oh, I yeah. thought it was like a show, show, but it was like it was a documentary series or something like that."
1: Yeah, it's kind of celebrating some of the different like female characters in the in the MCU, but it's like kind of like giving you a deep dive. But it's also interviewing the different actresses that that have played these characters. Mm-hmm. But it also giving you a deep dive into some of that like comic history. So you know, you know, I love that. Yeah, and so they 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 did a, a really good one on the the women in Black Panther, like mm-hmm. the, the Dora Milaje. And so you've got Angela Bassett there, and you've got uh Denai Guerrero and you've got um Lupita Nyong'o and uh, and Leticia Wright and they're all talking and you have got other women who are who are part of the, who are part of the process of making Black Panther right mm-hmm. we've got our um our sister who won for um costume design won her two academy awards now for costume Boom. design in Black Panther mm-hmm. uh you've got the editor of Black Panther uh and also the production designer of Black Panther Okay um and then of course the former VP of um post production stuff who who recently got let go at, at Marvel. Uh I can't believe I'm blanking on her name. Um she was but she was locked out. Oh, anyway, but nonetheless so but it it's it was very nice. Very, hey, very nice. Hey. Uh there's also one for Miss Marvel, uh Captain Marvel that I watched as well with Brie Larson, um and the young lady that plays Kamala Khan. Uh and also uh the one who who's in the Marvels as well, who uh played Monica Rambeau and WandaVision. Okay. But yeah, but there's several more. There's one for Gamora, and there's also one for Scarlet Witch, um, which I started to watch, but then I jumped out. So, watch that. I want to finish that one out. So, also, okay, here's the thing that I've jumped into that I'm almost finished with, but mm-hmm. on Netflix. It's called Beef.
0: Yeah, I saw the trailer for that. Yeah.
1: Steven Yoon and Ali Wong. I thought it was a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a it, it, it looks like it. It's it's a ten episode series, limited series, or is it going? Or
0: does it? Man,
1: I don't I, I, I won't know until I finish. But yeah. I'm thinking it's got to be a limited series. Yeah. But it is so much deeper, man. It mm-hmm. is so much deeper. But it all stems from that that instant that you see happen. It it impacts their respective lives collectively and individually in uh, in some very fascinating ways. It's it's mm-hmm. at times funny, at times it's it's emotional, but it's solid, man. It's. I'm it's, glad to see a solid piece.
0: Um, are they playing Asian American? Uh, yes, so sir. I'm glad to see like more like more Asian American representation in yeah. uh, in movies uh, because sometimes a lot of the times what's being shown and what's popular
1: is not what really represents the country. Exactly, and that's and that's when it, and it feels you get elements of, of of the culture of their culture worked in, um, but yeah, but and it's cool you, you see some of the. The elements of, you know, as far as, you know, uh, you know, taking care of the of the parents, some of those elements that you, that you kinda hear about that are important in the culture. <clears throat> you can see some elements of, of 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 faith. And there there's some fascinating stuff. There's some there's a couple of twists and turns even in the mm-hmm. in it that uh, I s didn't see coming. But yeah, beef on Netflix has been a very pleasant surprise. Um I've still been rocking out with Dallas, man. Like I I'll watch an episode <laughs> of Dallas like usually like on the weekend, I'll watch maybe one or two. Yeah. I'm Like on episode eight, uh, eight or nine of season one, oh, yeah, <laughs> a while. It's yeah. it's good, but there's no way. I mean, for me to get through, like it's, it's gonna, it, it would, it would take uh, <laughs> the rest I, I, of the I, year. I, well, I have to do like I did with Hill Street Blues. I have to be, I have to be back work. I have to be working remotely again. Yeah, we're just during my lunch break. I'm, you know, taking oh, an hour, an hour lunch and watching that during oh, my lunch my. break. Because that's that's how I got through all nine seasons of Hill Street Blues. I that would was, never be able to do it my lifestyle right now. Yeah, that's how I got the history blues, man. They're just the old you know, lunch break. <laughs> all right, boom. That's, we we, yeah. we doing it, but I, I got I can't lie. It's it's. I mean, of course, for it to go as many seasons as it did, it had to be good. And it's 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 good, but it's a soap opera. I mean, and that's it, it is a soap opera, but yeah. uh, the it's, it's it's the family dynamics. It's the. But it's cool to see something that was shot here in the Metroplex, mm-hmm. and you see them at times they go to different places. And you're like, oh, okay, they're they're in Fort Worth right now. So <laughs> that's cool to see, you know? What Absolutely. I mean? you're like, yeah, this is a, this is our our hometown represented, and uh, but yeah, still solid Dallas and uh, anything else here. Yeah, you know, other stuff. I'm still you know still watching episodes here and there, of The Mandalorian. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I've been watching good stuff.
0: And today's show was sponsored by
1: Natural Hair the Movie by Ground of Matter Films available to stream on Roku on Demand and on Tubi for free. Please check us out and leave a review. And now let's jump back into the show.
0: thank you for tuning in to film like your commentary we're talking about kill bill volume two 2004 directed written by quentin tarantino with the help of uma thurman yes uh, and let's jump into the synopsis having already crossed two names from her death list the bride is back with a vengeance and taking aim at bud and ellie driver the only survivors from the squad of assassins who betrayed her four years earlier It's all leading up to the ultimate confrontation with Bill, the bride's former master and the man
1: who ordered her execution. Volume Kill Bill, Volume 2. And if this is your first time listening to Filmmaker Commentary, please know that there will be... Spoilers. spoilers. You've been forewarned. And are you going to introduce our cast? I'd be more than happy to introduce this uh, illustrious cast. (laughs) Actually, let me scroll down because it's, it's weird on IMDB the way they do the, the cast on this one. They kind of put the main players further down in the rankings. But, of course, as The Bride, AKL, a.k.a. one uh, Beatrice Kiddos, that is played by Uma Thurman. Of course, Bill himself, played by one David Carradine. R.I.P. Did he pass away? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. It's trivia. Mm. Well, mm, that's sad. Sorry about that. No, no worries. Uh, we have one uh, Bud, a.k.a. the Sidewinder, played by the great Michael Madsen. We have Ellie Driver, a.k.a. the California Mountain Snake, played by the vivacious Daryl Hannah. Yep. Um, we have one uh, introduction of one Perla haney Hardin, who plays Bibi, Bibi. The, the daughter of the bride. i mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trying to say who who else on here. There's a couple people actually that double up on roles mm-hmm. um, that I found pretty interesting. Of course, we also have Samuel L. Jackson, who played Rufus, the piano player.
0: Mm-hmm. If They came through Texas. I played with them. I played with them.
1: Mm. Let me drop a few more Just two more names On you guys And then we'll Continue from here Where's that guy at Because the The one who plays My master Pay Pay uh, Or Pi Pi May Pi May It's the same The same guy who played The, the leader of the Crazy 88's Yeah uh, Gordon Lau Great actor Yeah Gordon Lau Pulled that off And then Interestingly enough This is almost a little, a little Bit of trivia But Esteban Esteban was played by Michael
0: Parks. Michael Parks is a beast and Quentin Tarantino talks highly of him. Kevin Smith, I mean he passed away as well. Um Kevin Smith R. 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 talks about him like he's like this guy is like the best. If I could just just make movies featuring this guy, it's you winning. Yeah. Uh, you know, for him to go from Texan accent to this you know this Latino guy with this accent, the Mexican
1: Man, Steve like, in Mexico, and brown just face. like this, yeah. <laughs> I, was, like, I, was, like, I was like, I was like, uh, that's that's uh, that's, that's that's about as okay. Like <laughs> that could be a tan, but no, nah, no, nah, brown. That's brown face. face. Yeah, like you almost get away because in the because in the first in the first part of the film yeah. or in Volume One when he's playing the sure, uh, yeah. Earl McGraw, yeah, is in black and white,
0: yeah.
1: So you are like, mm, okay, but I would not, I did not know he was. Esteban,
0: uh, yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember. I was like, man, this guy is good. Yeah, because he he like he, he's almost like that one guy. Uh, what is it, Daniel something? Daniel Day Lewis. Yes, where he's not necessarily acting; he's just being a different person. Channel, channeling. <laughs> yes, he's just a different person. You're just becoming different people. Joe Rogan say you're just becoming different people? You're not an actor. You're just becoming different people. <laughs> And that's it what I, that's what I feel like with Parks. He has that special thing where he's like he just inhabits and he you, inhabits the role,
1: dude. The way the, the way the his eyes, eyes remember just I said like, that, like I was his like, eyes I was look like, 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 like a robot. I was like he's not blinking, and,
0: and <laughs> it's like, and like when he blinks, he he's very close. It is like uh, no, I'm my eyes are still going. I warn you,
1: I am very <laughs> susceptible to flattery. Flattery, yeah, it's a incredible performance. Yeah, again, one of those things where. If you weren't told it was somebody else, you you couldn't tell, and that's where yeah. you're like, whoa, like kind of like our, our, our young lady in uh, in Aliens, who was oh, in brown, brown face. face, yeah. Like, wait, what?
0: Yeah. Oh man. No wow.
1: Like, f- would you but I, but man, if you don't notice, then it's like, well,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a hell of a performance. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but that's our part of our cast for Kill Bill. Volume two.
0: Yes, indeed. Um, how did you watch this film?
1: I re, I, I had to. I rented this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I rented this probably initially through, probably through Netflix originally, or mm-hmm. maybe even I caught it streaming. Mm-hmm. But once I did, I was like, I love this. I, I need to own this. And so mm-hmm. when they when the Blu-rays went on sale at Best Buy, I believe I bought them both. I was like. You must be in the collection. Yeah, actually, not sure. I got these at Movie Trading Company or at, um, Entertain Mart because they've got that. Oh, yeah, Use label on them. Yeah. yeah, but I had to buy them. Yeah, nonetheless, <laughs> absolutely. Because I was like, this is fantastic. I watched um, this one
0: in the theater, like I watched the first one. It's in the theater. I'm not sure. I don't. It's actually Kill Bill is the one that's not in my collection. Volume one or two. I got. I think all the other um, Tarantino movies minus this. Uh, but need to be added to. I have a lot of DVDs, so it's time to change those out. Mm. So in due time. But yeah, but this time, this time around, we watched it.
1: Yes, we went to to a good friend of ours' place. Shout yes. out to one, Mr. Christopher Knox. Yes, indeed. We went to the to, to his 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 home and his in, in his lovely home theater setup. Got a theater. Yes, sir. The widescreen and comfy seats. Some some snacks and refreshments yeah. and uh, yeah we streamed, streamed it 4k
0: yeah
1: amazing sound
0: it's a way to watch a film like like the way I watch a movie now like you know I got the modern TV and stuff like that but it's always I don't have the sound system yet and I don't have the like secluded room dedicated to movies yet Just
1: to, to get like sucked in and oh, lost in man. it oh
0: man yeah cause like I we will we'll always kind of get you know thrown off you know for 30 minutes or so and like we have to come sure. back to it but this was, like, outside of going to the movie theater, like, just being able to get lost into the movie and, like, oh, man, let me, let, what's going to happen here? Even though I know it's, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Watch that. I'm of my seat. Yeah. What's next? Uh, especially, like, with the, um, uh, with the sound, when yeah. um, the scene when uh, Beatrice is being buried alive and you, like, it's dark and then you just hear the dirt above you. He's like, Oh. So you're like forced in the casket with her. Then you hear yeah. like the car drive off. Like, oh,
1: we're stuck here. You, the claustrophobic <laughs> a- elements yeah. kind of begin to set in. You hear her shallow breathing. Yeah. It's kind of, it's panicking. <laughs> like she's tripping out. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's the, again, the sound design in these films is, is fantastic.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: But yeah, but again, shout out to Chris Knox for allowing us to come through and Indeed. I actually watched Value One over over to his spot as well, even though I own these. But you know, it sounds great to, to, to connect with the homies and, and yeah. be able to to do that. So it was cool to be able to to again watch this with, with Reginald because yeah. we always typically watch these things separate so yeah. we were both able to uh to to watch it at the same time. So
0: yeah. yeah. It was good. Um what did you like or not like about this
1: film? Oh man. Uh so of course performances i i i really like the performance of course by one uma thurman i mean man what she did in both these films yeah you know when you she wins you over man when you talk about like the the female heroines of of film also people will use you know they'll, they'll mention you know sigourney weaver um in in, in alien and aliens the alien franchise and they'll mention of course um, uh, sarah connor in the Terminator franchises, as far as what, what, what she she did, yeah. But uh, man, I think I think you've gotta you gotta mention the Bride now, man, yeah. and in uh, these things because, holy smokes! I mean, she's she's incredible in this, mm-hmm. but also, man, dude, David Carradine. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I never I never watched Kung Fu growing up as a kid, but I'd heard of it. Mm-hmm. I, I'd never watched anything with him in it. But oh. from just his voice in the first film, like his voice is amazing. Like, yeah. I, I listen to this guy read an audiobook like yeah. all day long. Just yeah. amazing voice, his cadence, his, his timing, and just how yeah. he relays things. And it's kind of, it's almost mm-hmm. like those little sing song aspects to That's his true. voice. You know, almost a little Bob Ross kind of maybe mixed in there, but it's, it's. Yeah, he's smooth. Yeah, very smooth. I'm, I'm the man. You know, yes. it's just yeah. wow. But then, even his on-screen perf- performance and persona—this, this—he has this Zen calmness about it's, him. He's a superstar, man. Just yeah, smooth. Yeah, dude is smooth, but his performance throughout, yeah, pretty amazing. So, you know, and all the other you know normal things that Tarantino does so well—from action to dialogue—I dig that. My only dislike is that I felt the the last scene I think goes on a little, a little maybe it's a little too long. Oh okay. The dialogue, the dialogue between
0: Beatrice and Yeah,
1: when well, when he's trying to get the truth out of her. And I I get he's making some points but in rewatching again I'm like, just mm, a just a tad too long. Not that I don't enjoy, it but I was like if I got to find anything that it's a, it's a it's a total nitpick, but that's like the only thing. I'm like, yeah.
2: Meh.
1: Yeah, I feel like some some of the dialogue
0: goes it's dialogue heavy compared to part 1. It feels like part 1 sucks you in and mm-hmm. then part 2 is like, all right, let's talk about it you know yeah this is the origins and answers uh part two yeah so we're we're hanging out a little bit more it's like oh you got us so you know just
1: throwing a little bit of action and you got us again uh tarantino says in the in the behind the scenes feature he goes you know he goes he goes part one yeah is when people saw they're like oh, okay he's diving more into the action and this and that but people are like well no we we like to you know getting to know the characters more and and then the dialogue and he's like well wait, wait, wait for part two and yeah. then part two is really giving you more of that obviously there's still the action there but yeah, yeah a lot more dialogue and we we get to know these characters and their origins a little bit more absolutely so
0: a little dialogue heavy um i don't i don't have too man yeah, i really Mickey seems a little long but um it's okay i think as i've gotten older it's fine mm. you know fine in terms of the the, the length. length yeah yeah, at times it can feel like that, but maybe it's just because I'm like, ah, hey, they're just talking. You know. <laughs> but <the laughs> what, what what do you like about it? Um I I mean, I like the kung fu, like the, the martial arts stuff. That's that's my thing. Um, so enjoying like characters like uh Pai uh Master. Pai Pi, Pi, Pi Mei. Like that character, I mean, in Shaolin and all these other films, martial arts films, this is a well known character. So to see him show up in here is like, uh-huh. oh, what? They're going to the Shaolin with this. Like, what's happening? Like, he's doing like a straight up kung fu martial arts movie. Um, and uh, so I did enjoy that part about it. Just it's, that's probably one of my favorite sequences. Yeah, is her time with Master.
1: I tell you what, just the, the cameos in general, like the the just the dialogue that the characters are doing cameos again, even from from Rufus, you mm-hmm. know, just. It just saying a couple of things. The even the the, the pastor at the church, like his yeah. his overall annoyance yeah. with just everybody wanting to make sure things are this <laughs> very specific way. Like he's kind of you know anal retentive. Oh God! And even the uh, Larry, the 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 strip club owner, oh he's slash hilarious. car wash owner. Yeah, like his man. He's,
0: <laughs> I got some quotes from that guy. He's but. running the show, man. He's got his money. He's got his girl.
1: He's just like running his little world. He's got some hilarious lines. Yeah. Uh, and actual lines as well, but that's just the <laughs> lifestyle. I forgot and now I remember. That's just the lifestyle he he's, he's living over great. there. That is great. Fantastic. But uh but yeah man, it's 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 a it's a, it's a crazy fun Tarantino film. But yeah, I I I like Kill Bill Volume 2 quite a bit. Yeah, there was no commentary on this film, but they did have a special feature, right? Yeah, about 25 minutes. uh, Similar to to what you got in the first one, just Mm -hmm. give you some behind the scenes, couple of junket snippets from some of the actors. Mainly, well, yeah, well, you know, they talk with Michael Madsen, they talk with David Carradine, they talk with um, Dale Hannah, and, of course, Uma Thurman. They all get Mm. to chat a little bit. Uh, Nothing super, super, like, deep, but yeah it, it, it's it's well enough so okay. no, i don't have don't have a whole lot of i got some trivia from it but not too much in the way of tips
0: okay um i felt like the tone was similar to the first one it's uh we're we're trying to finish this story of revenge so i don't because of that tone i feel like in, thematically as well maybe there's some added themes to it but the overall arching theme of like
1: revenge kind of still kind of going with that same tone one of one of the things that uh, tarantino pointed out in the behind the scenes feature he he mentioned that the first film it it gives you more of the the eastern aspect of things with kind of splashes of the spaghetti western Mm. excuse me whereas volume two leans in more to the western with splashes of the of the eastern influence
0: yeah i can see that because you literally have uh bill or kill bill with the holster, with a gun, you know. And, <laughs> and,
1: and literally, it it flashed to her looking at the TV yeah. of a Western playing yeah. on the TV. Absolutely. Which is like, kind of like a Tarantino trope, like something playing on the TV. Yeah. Like, kind his of. His real map. life. Like, that's
0: his memory, being in front of a TV. Oh, yeah.
1: We'll see that in Pulp Fiction.
0: Ha-ha. Uh, but, yeah, him, like, pulling out his gun out of the holster and then putting it back on. So, yeah, I could see that. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um, from
1: a oh, music standpoint, what did you think? The music was fine. Was I didn't realize that Robert Rodriguez had done the score. Yeah, he for, was uh, he offered for this it for one. free, right? He was like, I just yeah, do it so he could get the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's solid. I it it doesn't stand out to me like the first one does. Yeah, the first one like that. That music just man, like that one, that hits it hits differently. It's it's fine. It works sometimes. Like the best single score, can you kind of be there and you don't really notice it, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's it's appropriate. Mm -hmm. But it just it does it doesn't it didn't grab me like like volume one does. Volume one, that's like man.
0: There's like one track that hit, and I think it might have been I'm trying to remember was when Beatrice is about she's on uh, a job and she finds out she's pregnant, and then there's some some drums that are coming in. It's like oh okay, oh no, no no it's not that one. Scratch that. It's when. Uh, her daughter is asleep and she's getting up from her daughter. Then we hear the music going and it's it's like a sample. I don't know what kind of voice it is. It's being sampled. Mm. It, it it's it, it probably Riza probably did it, um, but it's a sampled voice. And then you hear them, like the drums coming in. And it's her when she gets out of bed and she's going to see uh, Bill. Bill. It's about
1: yeah. like she's trying to go and f- finish. The yeah, business. she got to
0: finish. It and it's like oh, it's got that ominous kind of feel to it. It's mm. like oh, he must have like sampled this from somewhere creepy. Nice, nice That's the only one That kind of stood out To me on that one Any like Anything with guitars And stuff That's that's Robert Rodriguez Oh yeah Oh yeah <laughs> With his uh, band Chingon Chingon oh. Um Style what do you think From a style standpoint Was there much of a style Different from Volume 1 To Volume 2 That Did you recognize Or is it Within the same style
1: There are a lot of Similarities But there are I think that there are Definitely a couple of Differences Right Um we so from a similarity standpoint we st- we still get the 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 changes in well, not, not, not really any like format changes, mm-hmm. but there is, you know, different uses of color, right? It'll go from black and white quick. Like whenever we deal with the, the, the massacre at two pines, you know, at the chapel, that's in that's in black and white. Yeah. Um and of course in the first film we got that break where it actually goes into Animation When we get yeah. Oren's Background And Or story But then When we get The bride's Background We get Beatrice's Background We literally Switch to Kind of a Almost like A, a, a desaturated It's like An older looking Film style When she's Trending with Master uh, Way. No oh, yeah. uh, Master Pi Pi May uh, the the colors look look different, and it, it looks like an older style. Maybe maybe you know wh- whatever kind yeah. of film they're using, like it, nostalgia too. Is like yeah, it a, it like told, a old
0: stock or something. Yeah, either that or there or it was added digitally. But regardless, they're trying to they, make yeah. it look like the older Shaolin films. It yeah, like. it has a
1: different vintage style to it, like the films of, of the martial arts films of that time. Um, we we still yo know, get the the different kinds of of cuts um, that that Tarantino likes to use. I think the one else stylistically is a little bit different. I think we, we don't quite get as much of the, I guess the, the fighting here feels a little more grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in the first one we get that big fight scene, like kind of Bruce Lee, kind of homage where she's against all these people at once. But here we have these more kind of personal one-on-one battles with people. Yeah. And even, you know, there's, there's some psychological aspects of the battles going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that first in the first film, yeah, that seemed a little bit comical. Uh, with yeah, that, with that violence, more fancy, a little more fantastical. Yeah. Now again, it's these these other fights are are reminiscent of the very first fight she has with with Vivica Fox's character. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now that one felt a little grounded and like dirty. Yeah, it felt like like uh, was it Osborne? Um, what is it? Born the born supremacy? Born identity? Born supremacy. That's well, it, that's one of them too. It is. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So <laughs> like, that's the born franchise, <laughs> right? I was like, hmm, let me look into that. Um, but <laughs> 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 so <laughs> born supremacy I just um but that those fights felt like uh yeah, man they hurting themselves in that one, man. It felt like they they're really delivering some bows and it's so close and personal, it's like, man, it feels like that's what a real fight would be is like if you're trying to kill somebody with your bare hands, is pick up a rock, uh,
1: throw you it's gonna be vicious. But you also see the difference in, in styles. I, I I found it very interesting that you know, the you know the bride the bride gets lucky sometimes because mm-hmm. When she comes back to to kill Bud, mm-hmm. you know the fact that Ellie Driver is there now. If Ellie Driver didn't, you know, double cross Bud and 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 kill him with a black mamba, mm-hmm. then the bride would have to figure out. I guess she could have waited for Ellie to leave, and I guess she then she would have gone to try and take out Bud. But uh yeah, but yeah, but it kind of all that worked 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 in her favor. But I wonder why. The second time, once Ellie, once Ellie is there, you know, because the first time, Bud senses the bride
0: is is near. Yeah, when he gets uh, he, he gets fired or kind of let go from his job, and he's, you know, he knows things are different, you know, and because uh, he's a secluded in these mountains or whatever. Um. So he you know he feels like there's something different. She could have swiped him right there. You know, he's she's under the trailer. She could have swiped him
1: with the sword. Got got the Achilles. Yeah.
0: No, oh, she waited. Because I thought she was off in the distance. You know? Yeah. So did I. Because that's where he was looking.
1: Yeah. He, he is, he's like a warrior sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, it's yeah, it's uh, yeah, more more personal, personal fights, and again, and and, and it's psychological too. Mm-hmm with uh, some of the conversations um same style we see some close up of the feet
0: still <laughs> of course tarantino uh, <laughs> The cars when like they're in the like with the background like kind of moving, like like the first scene with uh who, uh Beatrice is talking to us. Yeah. And she's talking directly to us is black and white and the and the camera's slowly zooming in to her. Uh but she's there's no way she's driving and being able to keep it together with the bank. So I mean the background's obvious that it's fake, you know. And right. That's, right. A, that's a stylistic choice because he can make it to where it looks real. But in this case it's not. When they're talking, it's a fake background that
1: they're driving to. But it's also an homage like, movie-wise, because even, like, mm-hmm. the the credits, like, I I watch, like, all the credits, and, like, mm-hmm. the, the credits change format a couple times. Yeah. It, it goes to, like, a really old school, yeah. like, we're talking 20s and 30s Star Wars, like, you know, it's got the horns, like, the horns swelling and playing, and just, like, um, multiple names on the screen kind of fading, yeah. fading on the screen, fading out. Where it's long spaces across from each other and in, in, in larger fonts. I feel like he's making them,
0: like when he's making movies, he's making movies for himself as a 10 year old or something. It's like, no doubt. Like, man, that'd be great,
1: you know, 10 years old.
0: What if they did this? And then he, his older self is making movies for his younger
1: self. Like, I this th- is crazy. I think, like, uh, with a lot of filmmakers, that's where they find success when they're making stuff that they would like. Mm-hmm. They've got some consideration for the audience, but they've what's worked for them is that they're making stuff that they would like. Yeah. And it just so happens to others who would like it too. So. Absolutely. Um, I I do
0: like the Kung Fu style that. He, you know, with the zoom ins and everything, um, kind of copying that style and kind of paying homage to it and just being true to that style. I do like that. He did that. Yes, sir. Um, from, uh, do you have any, uh, themes outside of, you know what we said previously from uh, Volume One.
1: Well, let's recap what we have here for themes. So I've got a theme of resilience mm-hmm. this go round. Obviously, still revenge. Again, I put a theme of origins and answers because we we get to know. Okay, how did the how did Beatrice get to this this place and and her 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 skill sets? Yeah. And even with with Ellie Driver, right? Yeah. We find out like because he literally asked her while they're buying, "How did you lose your eye?" Yeah. And we even hear Bill say that you know don't don't give them any of that American sass. sass. Yeah, he'll he'll rip out your eyes and, 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 and pluck it and, out and, and, and like crush your bones or snap your bones or something like that. But then we even see that that really quick shot to she like you know, she's like I called him an old fool and all such. He's here just screaming. as like an
0: eye plucked out. That's like brutal.
1: Yo, and and just the the way she screams about. It. And then when it when it happens that second time, like I I love. The reaction from Daryl Hannah. How that would be one of my
0: favorite scenes.
1: Freaks out, and yeah. it's 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 more so it feels real. Yeah, but it, but it, it's it's not just the loss of eye. It's the it's the sheer defeat. Yeah, because I'll
2: kill you. Yeah,
1: she's so you. mad that God, she's God, been defeated. You. She's like a baby. Yeah, and she had her, she had her like right, way, right, right, and and she knows she's just lost it all. But anyway, but yeah, that's uh um so uh, also theme wise uh here another one is the inside workings of the minds and hearts of violent people yeah because we now get to spend time and get, getting to learn a little bit more about them even even more a little more about bill as well yeah and just the 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 depth of him as yeah he's a, he's he's a, he's a he's a not a nice guy not a good he's not a good guy Mm mm-hmm. mhm but he's cared for this little girl and when you see just that the relationship that he has with her and they're they're playing guns at Bang Bang and him making a sandwich for her, you're like I should hate this guy, but Yeah, but I mean he's, he's taking care of this kid. Got a
0: strong pimp hand. Uh, yeah. But he's you know, like what uh, Beatrice was saying is like she, she wanted to save her daughter from being in that world because he manipulates the people in his world to do his bidding. Yeah. And so his art is no different. Mm. And uh, yeah, but you see like, oh, he's,
1: he's not so bad. Very charming. Yeah. He's not so he's bad. Ch- charmer. Uh, again, justice, redemption. I, I put a theme of I'm the man. Yeah. Because we hear it. We hear the, the, the preacher say about Rufus. That's Rufus. He's the man. Yeah. <laughs> I played with this people, this people, this people, this people. Yeah. That's Rufus. He's the man. <laughs> and then just a few moments later. hmm. You know, how, you know, be is asking Bill, how did you find me? I'm the man. Like, whoa, wow. Okay. Well, all right. But it's all about a woman who, who's wiping these, wiping everybody out. So. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Do you have any favorite scenes or memorable? Uh, Yeah. So the, the oh man, there's, okay. So the, again, the massacre at the, at the two pines chapel, just the way that whole scene plays out, seeing now that they're at a, a actual dress rehearsal. Yeah seeing her and her the guy she's gonna marry you're like oh, this is what are you doing who's this guy like yeah yeah uh, you, you know something picked anybody he yeah picked anybody. you know something's off but she's got these friends that seem to care about her and you know this annoyed pastor and then she hears that 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 flute yeah and you know like, oh she's okay walking
0: outside
1: and so, this is what the the thing that makes the whole scene is what I call the the Tarantino tension. Yeah, where he's great at setting up these scenes where you know there is an impending doom, something bad is going to happen, and he's great at building up the tension between the the, the camera cuts, between the the foley and the sound effects. Yeah. And the music, and it's all just building and building, and then of course the, the, the dialogue, and it'll be mm-hmm. you're kind of being lulled in, but you know something bad is going to happen. It, it reminded me of one of the scenes in *Inglorious Bastards*, mm-hmm. um, where there's a character hiding under these floorboards. Oh man! Yeah. And and it's just you're just like <laughs> you're like you want to hold your breath. Yeah. But you know it's going to be bad. So this the build of the tension in that scene just is was memorable to me, and uh, then you get the the shot from behind of the of the four. Yeah. You know, you're like, okay, this is. Yeah and that it's shot is with that shot we start inside
0: and then we come all the way out reveal the Ford then they start walking towards the uh chapel and then the camera rises up and then you hear the guns of everybody being massacred it's like we're going to spare you this yeah oh, yeah man. no need to cut into close up shots uh that's all we need here um one of my favorite scenes is i like the um when she's in the grave, Beatrice is in, in the grave and she's trying to figure out how she's going to get out. And it's like, is this even possible to get out of here? And then um, we discover, like, okay, she's learned Iron Fist. And I don't know if you've seen people with Iron Fist, but Iron Fist, I got like a little bit of calluses for my stuff, but, but not as. Uh, when I was I was studying um, karate and Masoyama's, he had like these circles on his knuckles, right? And they're just all callous from just hitting metal over and over and over again. Mm. Not so much on my left, but on this one for sure. But, um, these guys, hands and women that use the iron fist technique, they're literally just hours just conditioning their hands conditioning, conditioning, hitting the knuckles, hitting the knuckles over years. And they end up like kind of with these black hands.
2: Mm-hmm. Like it's
0: kind of like dark and arthritic. Some people like, kind of like their hand is like inflated. It's like bigger, but, when you see this deformed hand, they mm. can literally get a brick and just go and it makes a noise and breaking it like <laughs> that's how much it's callous.
1: These hands were a little too smooth yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so I was like ah,
0: <laughs> I don't know if I got if I believe it, but if I would have seen like the circle the callous on her knuckles when she was doing it, I was like okay, I can believe that mm. but I didn't see that, but I was like, man okay, so she studied so when they show her on how she like developed the kind of like the iron fizz or like conditioning her, her hands it's like, okay. That was kind
1: of cool to see. I feel like it's also again a little bit uh, like that Bruce Lee O'Maze like the one inch punch that he yeah. that he would demonstrate different places just as being in close bah, and mm-hmm. just that slight moving boom sending people you know flying back yeah um mm.
0: yeah, but with this technique it's a, it's a real technique so it's all, it's like equivalent to like if she had a rock inside
1: the co- in the coffin and she would just knocking it over and over again yeah, like, it would be the equivalent know. to that yes sir but even then it's you got you still gotta in that short confined space mm-hmm. even with a hard object you've got to have the right amount of power and speed to bah, mm-hmm. to, to get the velocity Absolutely. and the force of uh man yeah that's got to get all, your chi popping no doubt which i don't think
0: yeah in that position you you're not getting all that cheek going no, no, no it's no, a not, movie <laughs> no no
1: no hips popping you yeah, know to you get need, the rotation bruce
0: lee was doing that with that one inch punch he was all came from the body
1: came, oh yeah yeah, I don't know. Switched yeah. to the hips. Uh, yeah. So I, I put another, another memorable favorite scene was the calendar time with Buddy. Okay. And this is, this is of oh, course, yeah. with Larry. <laughs>
0: mm,
1: okay. Calendar time with Buddy.
0: But and, he's, uh, to, to set up the scene, Buddy has is
1: coming late to work, guys. Not for the first time.
0: Yeah.
1: And once he arrives, the guy at the bar... Well, no. Once he arrives and he's he's at the bar and I think the bartender said something to him I forget what and then all of a sudden you could hear Larry the mm-hmm. owner in the background you tell him to get his blankety blank back hair yeah. he's like Larry would like to see you yeah and he goes back there with, with um, Larry who's there with one of his uh, employees yeah and uh, I'll, I'll I'll go over some of the other lines later but mm-hmm. but Larry you know is asking Mike why he's 20 minutes late yeah he's like you know I don't know I don't know what kind of car wash you came from uh, where you could come in 20 minutes late he goes but I you know but it wasn't one I worked I owned you know cause I own I own a car wash or whatever yeah. and, and then he proceeds to basically say yo you know what let's go to the calendar calendar time with buddy yeah and he goes, are you working tomorrow? And he's like, well, no, no, you don't know what days you work. Nope. And he just kind of starts marking off <laughs> days on the calendar where Buddy would would have been working. He's yeah, just his name's
0: on the calendar. He's just marking, marking it Marking
1: through. And he just, more and more black marks on this calendar. And it's, this the guy's just so sarcastic and, and pissed off with Buddy. And then finally, ultimately tells him, look, you go home and come back when I call you. Not before then. But it, I don't, the guy's performance is just, it's, it's, it's just hilarious because he's... Coked up and pissed <laughs> off,
0: coked up. Uh, then on the and he, then he tells him, like, uh, Rocket or whatever name is has a job for you on, on the way out. And
1: then I was like, Oh, okay, what, what, you know, what are we going to get into? I was, I was thinking, like, kinda Yeah, interested. I'm like, like, Okay, <laughs> we got he's, he's still doing some hit hit work on the side. And she's like, torch backed up, shit, water on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll get right to it. You're like, Oh, the high mighty have fallen, <laughs> man, unbelievable.
0: Um. I like again. I like one of my favorite singles is the you know the martial arts with Master Pai Mai, Pai Mai, Pai Mai. Oh Lord, I'm a yeah Pai Mai. Um, yeah, I just like uh, when he's like testing her because like you want to see like okay, you say that you you know this style. Let's see what you got, and that's just a trope of martial arts. Let's see what you got. My All tiger right. crane is better than your tiger crane or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like it's, eagle claw, yeah, <laughs> to your tiger crane. Seeing what. Um, just like seeing the different styles and like, oh, you're nothing, and just laughing. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, that's like that's master, that's pyrme that's what he does. Um, laughing at him, it's it's just great to see that. It's
1: fantastic. Yeah, it's quite quite wonderful. Makes me want to watch the uh Thirty Six Chambers. Yeah, and hey, I'll cover that during trivia. Indeed. Mm. So we mentioned the coffin scene with with Beatrice. I mentioned. I like how she was able to, while in the coffin, like like she you know had the flashlight that that uh, that um, Bud was gracious enough to give her. Mm, instead of spraying her eyeballs out with mace. Oh man, that's 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 pretty generous that he gave her the flashlight because yeah. without it, I don't I don't know that she would have gotten out. It's like you you gave her you gave her kind of a way because imagine trying to in pitch black trying to get your boots off. And then move it up and then get that razor out and then position the razor to cut the ropes without cutting yourself up. Yeah, not going to
0: happen. Mm,
1: nah, it's going to be a little bloody. Yikes. Nonetheless, so I uh, just heard like maneuvering that way and, and just getting that up there. That was just it was because I'm sure there's some cuts in there, but that's just I don't know. It's just impressive to. Yeah. for her to have gotten calmed down enough to be able to do that. Heck no. I'd have freaked out and died. <laughs> when she was young, line, I'm like, girl, you're going to use up all your oxygen. Yeah. Like, what, what what you doing? And here's the thing I don't get. I don't understand. Again, it's just movies, yeah. but when you're six feet under, and let's assume they, they, they didn't measure. These guys aren't professional grave diggers. Even say, if it's four feet. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. Like, even four feet under, once you break through and all that dirt is falling in on you, and then you've got you to gotta break through enough to be able to then sit up. And and break through more of that wood and while the dirt still the earth is still kinda of falling in on you and in your face, in your eyes, you can't all that's gonna be pitch black still. Yeah. Like just dark earth earth dirt. Firstly, you know, packed on, so I don't know, maybe it's still kinda of loose, but then you gotta like push through and
0: Yeah.
1: You know, ah and, and then how how do you what do you I guess you're pushing up other pieces of earth but it's still falling in. I just don't know how that how you get out of being buried alive. Uh, that's you don't and uh that's why we have movies movies so yeah <laughs> uh, yeah but that's just
0: uh, I mean that, our that's, that's um, magicians me. have tried it you know it's uh yeah it's
1: don't just, try this at home
0: yeah yeah <laughs> never
1: oof but yeah but it's that's, its just impressive that she uh is able to maneuver and get to that razor blade mm-hmm. but good on her for being prepared yeah um uh, I do like the scene
0: um Which is probably a trope of Tarantino's Is when he's teaching us something And we have uh, uh, Ellie Driver You know After Bud has been stung in the face Like three times by A mamba snake She gives him a million dollars in a suitcase But it has a mamba A live black mamba In it And it stings him In the face And then As he's dying She's like kind of Going through uh, Like how strong The venom of a facts black mamba is Facts about the black mamba
1: You don't have anywhere To go do you Okay let me Let me Let me uh, lay some Now join
0: And like her Handwriting's all neat And stuff Like, oh, Good hand penmanship <laughs> yeah. But yeah So I think that's just a trope I just found that interesting That she's like telling us And like these are Going to probably be real You know Facts
1: this snake can release a what'd you say? Gargantuan?
0: Yeah, gargantuan. Gargantuan
1: amount of venom. Gargantuan. You know it's a word I really like. I, I don't often get to use it in a sentence. Like you get those yeah. just, you know, those Tarantino dialogue trips, but they're yeah. just like just hanging on the Yes Words for the sake of, of, of words. Yeah, for the sake of. But again, you know, to see Daryl Hanna play this kind of villain. Yeah me as well. Yeah, man. Again, when I always think about her first in Splash. It's the <laughs> the mute so the mute mermaid. Yeah. And then I think about her in Again, we saw her in Wall Street. Yeah. She just like kind of super goofy. And, and then I think about her there's there's a Chevy Chase movie that she's in, Memoir, Memoirs of the Invisible Man. Oh. I haven't seen that in, in decades. But uh didn't she play like a a giant woman or something like that? Like Attack of a 50-foot Woman? There. I don't know. I have to, I have to look and see. Uh,
0: one of my other favorite scenes, just the eye gouge. We had talked about that. Just like seeing that being paid off. It's like, oh, that's how she lost her eye. Man. Um, and then seeing, you know, uh, what's her name do the same thing to her. So it was like, as her master student, she's getting all of the payback on behalf of her master. Yeah.
1: Once she finds out, you killed my killed the master. Yeah. Uh, and she, and the fact that like while those two swords are. The Hanzo blades are right next to each other, making their little special sound effects, <laughs> and all of a sudden just whoosh, yeah, the eye she just comes out snatches it, and then the scream of anger, rage, and shock out of <laughs> out of Ellie driver and then, and then the and the, her flailing around in the bathroom oh, and the stuff man. crashing that's what the sound design just like, oh man this is this is this is bad, yeah. And and then the then you show the show the bride with the eyeball yeah and then she drops it on the oh. ground and then steps on it with her it, toes
0: <laughs> and it, like the juice comes in through her big
1: toe like, like you're 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 never even if you find your eyeball it is useless like it, I plucked it up by by the optic nerve you're out of You're there. done like you you will forever live in darkness and that black mama's still sitting in there. And that Black mama even, even seemed to kind of give her respect as she walked by. It's like straight up like, respect. <laughs> uh, but yeah. But you know, here's what's interesting. Um, during the credits of the film, it starts showing the, the names of the, of the actors and, and the, the characters. And it puts lines through them, the ones that she's killed. Boom, you know, the uh, Vivica Fox's character. You know, then it has, you know, a Michael Madsen's character, but it's, it's got, you know, Oren line through it. You know, Bill. Wow. And it says, you know, Kobe, you know L.D. Driver, question mark.
0: Oh.
1: I said, I said, oh. Okay. We'll see. I would love to see this revisited. Volume three? Yeah. But now the, the daughters, the daughters of Copperhead mm. and the daughter of, uh, of and B.B., yeah, somehow involved in in something because they're those those you know over twenty years now. They're they're Bebe's, I think she's like twenty five or something along those lines. Yeah. So so her lines would be I don't wish to kill your daughter in front of you. Mm.
0: But she had it coming. <laughs> mm. I don't know. <laughs>
1: if you still feel some kind of way about this when you get grown up, you come and find me. I'll be waiting. <laughs> yeah yeah i i that that'd be kind of cool to uh yeah. see a a volume three what what would go down and again is is uh ellie driver still alive somewhere
0: maybe maybe That's,
1: she's maybe she's the blind warrior now maybe she's the new snake wrangler maybe she's got a a whole new set of people that maybe somehow survived the bride's initial people that you thought were dead maybe a couple were still alive somehow maybe maimed but maybe still alive so maybe now it's Maybe she maybe the bride gets kidnapped and maybe now BB has to go and rescue her. Maybe. We're getting our free ideas here. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um tropes. I got a couple more. scenes.
0: Oh, my bad.
1: No worries, no worries, sir. Um Beatrice's initial reaction to BB, once she arrives at the the hotel or whatever whatever I don't know, resort. That that yeah, bill is, is staying at, and she arrives there, and the two are just playing you know they're playing guns, and Bill is doing commentary uh, while, while it's happening, and the little girl's just so cute, right cutest little girl, you know, and uh it's like man, you're totally disarmed and and Beatrice like she stops and and Bill narrates that 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 she shoots her bang, bang. Right, and then Bill shot says, "Yeah," and, and Bill's like, "Bang bang, you you you're dead." That that's a callback to the song that plays in the mm-hmm. first one. "Bang bang, shot me down." I was
0: like, "Oh." And if you in trivia, if you do decide to download that soundtrack off the Apple Play Apple Music, that's the only song that isn't on the playlist. So you got to go search for that song in order to play it. Yeah, I don't like I don't like when they do that. I, like I was like, "Dang, this is the soundtrack!" But then I don't know. Right to transition over i don't whatever oh, that's true and sometimes and it depends on the country you're in
1: yeah and sometimes you got original score and sometimes you have soundtracks sometimes you have you know there's two separate uh, albums mm-hmm. for uh,
0: specifically the soundtrack on this one mm. and the same thing with jackie brown i was like i've been listening to all the jackie brown stuff but when you go to the jackie brown soundtrack certain songs aren't all there like a, a lot of them are not on there uh or like you would see the listing but it's like grayed out so you can't play it, so it just skips down to whatever. So I've actually found all the found songs it. and created a play playlist that is the soundtrack.
1: And sometimes <laughs> you can just find out already. Somebody already may have you know. Sometimes they just, they make those playlists already in advance. Like ah, Kill Bill Volume One soundtrack playlist.
0: Dude, like someone did the Jackie Brown soundtrack and like redid the songs like covers. Like this is trash. Like, oh wow, <laughs> oh,
1: that was that was like <laughs> uh, out like, like trash. Like oh, no, nah,
0: it's not the same. Like sometimes when true. it's some capturing that soul, you can't do it. You know, it's like, you know, being in a room with about ten people like trying to be quiet and you're getting that specific sound on those on old one, school microphones. Basement. Yeah. Like, one, two, uh, three. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to recreate.
1: Yeah. That that's uh mm, rough stuff. Uh last couple ones real quick. Um just when Bill starts explaining his his, his uh his take on Superman and then tying that into mm-hmm. uh Beatrice. Um when the bride Beatrice is explaining when she's pregnant and has the scene with with Karen, who was there to assassinate her, and and how Karen ends oh, yeah. up not and just leaving like that's it, just something I don't know. That's just uh, charming about that whole thing. Just two professional killers, but all of a sudden they could have this empathy in this moment of oh she's 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 pregnant. She has got a chance to start a life with something else, and she's you know just doesn't kill her womanhood. Congratulations, she leaves. And then of course, lastly, just. Beatrice busting out the the five fatal point uh, technique on Bill.
0: Yeah, that was a surprise. That was actually kind of cool to see that one. I was like, oh, he taught her. Like that's, I remember seeing
1: that. Yeah, that (laughs)
0: is a good scene. And
1: then then she rears back for that last (laughs) hit.
0: And then the blood like trickles out of his mouth a little bit. Like, oh, he taught you? Of course he did.
1: Why didn't you tell me? (laughs) Oh man Yeah that's uh, Yeah
0: Is that it for quotes? That's it for Memorable scenes Yes sir Tropes Tropes I got one The Kung Fu trope Killing someone's master
1: Yes I I put that Yeah kill the martial arts master I've got buried alive
0: Dang Uh, Texas funeral Is that what they call it? Mm. Hmm The Kung Fu sound effects Like adding all that like just that homage to it, yeah, man. Pine may fucking there, the
1: laugh, the laugh of a uh, of thing, of indignance and disrespect. This is my arm.
0: Like hmm. I like how he like like controlled that situation. Say, this is my arm, so I want my arm strong. strong. You know, but we noticed uh, Beatrice did the same thing to all the people that she cut all the arms and legs off.
1: All your and limbs, she, leave they, them they, there. Yeah, they they're belong to me now. Good catch, yeah, yeah good catch. Um, a mother rescuing her daughter or child or, or child in general. Yeah. Yeah. Unfinished business. Ain't that the truth? I had a, a trope of undying love. Okay. Because again, mm. when she, when she sees Bill and let start talking and even when he's about to die and she's got tears coming down her face, she still loves him. Mm-hmm. And I believe that he still loves her dark and twisted as their relationship is because even because I mean, he called for her to not be killed when she was still in the hospital and he, he called off that yeah so there's you don't quote mm. <laughs> keep your voice down, you don't <laughs> <laughs> oh man i I love that from the first movie, <laughs> uh uh yeah, so yeah, those are some of the tropes that i that I had' I'm sure there's sure yeah, there's there plenty, more.
0: Yeah. yeah, especially with the martial arts stuff it's
1: and like, the revenge film,
0: I really want to dive a little bit deeper into this one, but uh, it's just one of those weeks, yes, sir,
1: um quotes. Um and when I arrive at my destination I am going to kill Bill. Wow. And that's the bride. the very opening of the film.
0: I like the um at, this is like towards the end when uh we see uh Bill is having a good time with his daughter and they have good rapport and everything like that. And he keeps nothing from her like hey this is the world that we live in. Um but uh when he's uh narrating their Gun battle with um, Beatrice, and he's said, impervious to bullets. And then the daughter gets up, impervious to bullets, mommy. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. I just like that. It's I, super cute. It's yeah. super cute. Um, this is Bill also when, it, when she sees him for the first time outside of the chapel and she asks him to be nice. And he says, I've never been nice to, to I've never been nice my whole life, but I'll do my best to be sweet. Ah. but I will I, I will try to do my best to be sweet ah.
0: bill 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 I do this is not a quote but I do like um, and this is probably a trope um, when someone's making food and like preparing and during the preparation of food there's a, there's an explanation there's a dialogue going on it's like a little rhythm between the thing um, I see that when he's making the sandwiches, Um, There's a Tarantino kind of film called Four Rooms where he's done a section of it and there's something being prepared during the dialogue. Tarantino is doing this dialogue and he's preparing drinks is what it is. Um, I think it's kind of cool just to kind of see that instead of just talking, having the actor being able to do something as they're delivering all this dialogue.
1: Probably with uh, Hanzo scene when he's preparing the, the sushi. Yeah. Doing some uh, some explaining, I'm sure there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vivica Fox when she's making the coffee yeah. uh, in the first first film, also,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Those rhythms of preparation,
0: absolutely. Just
1: yeah. Uh, another quote again. This is Bill again. When she he asked what what side should he sit on, and uh, he said you, she tells him she could sit on his side, the bright side. She's maybe a bit lonely, and he says your side was always a bit lonely. Ah oh, man. Wow. Cold blooded.
0: Um I like it's um at towards the end when um Beatrice she's crying in the the bathroom as a daughter is watching television at some random motel and she's just like thank you. She's just thanking whomever she's talking to mm-hmm. is thanking them for everything that happened. It's like wow.
1: She she accomplished it. Yeah. So she's got this <clears throat> Gratitude. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, Beatrice's uh, betrothed at the at the chapel when he says, he says, "I guess I just believe in living dangerously." Mm-hmm. After Bill said, "Told him, isn't it bad luck to see the bride uh, before the wedding in, in her in her dress before the wedding?" And Tommy replies, I, "I guess I just believe in living dangerously." Oh, nope. more I than know. you know. I know it. Exactly what you mean
2: mm.
1: it's, like,
0: <laughs> it's a villain for you <laughs> yeah. Uh When we see Esteban Esteban for the first time uh, He's running a brothel uh, we, There's All the workers are around him This is Esteban And uh, when This is crazy When um, he was like Man I don't know why he shot you in the head And he's talking about Bill and all that stuff and he said, I would just cut your face. And then we see a prostitute with her lip cut, like so, the, so deformed that she can't close her mouth and is leaking saliva. I was like, oh, he was serious. Like this guy is not to be messed with. He runs an iron fist at his uh, brothel. And you yeah. betray him, it's going to cost you.
1: No doubt. No doubt. Ugh, that was rough. This is Bill speaking to his brother Buddy. And he asked him, you hawked a priceless Hanzo sword Yeah he did He said that was priceless He said not in El Paso (laughs) And of course it turns out Not to be true Yeah
0: they're all liars
1: There's no honor amongst thieves Mm -hmm. I don't have any more quotes Okay I'm gonna rattle off some more then This is Bud He says, I don't dodge guilt Or try to get out of paying my comeuppance we did some horrible things to that woman and we deserve to die. Yeah. Was that, did he say that in volume one? I don't think so. I
0: thought so. Because we
1: I, we don't hear from Bud in volume one, unless say it's some kind of voiceover or something like that. Yeah. Oh, Bill, Bill does say, when he, when he asked Ellie to not kill her, he does say, we, we did some horrible things to her, but she deserves better than, you mm-hmm. know, it's beneath us, whoever, to, to mm-hmm. kill her, you know, in the hospital. Maybe it was a trailer. Maybe it was a trailer. It was a trailer for volume one.
0: Mm. I don't know. But for some reason, when I hear it in volume two, it just feels
1: like a callback to what I've already heard. Ah, so but yeah. But just to look on Matt, on Michael Madsen's face when he delivers those lines, it's, there's something like sincere about it. And mm. I don't know. And then he says, you know, but yeah, you know, she deserves to die too. So it's like, I don't know, the guy's a little
0: off. They have their, um, what is it called? standards or like kind of way of life where their code yeah code that's the word they have their g code as you may
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you will
1: warriors <laughs> like a warriors like a twisted warriors code yeah it's um yeah that's the, the way you get by is like okay this next quote is from Larry, the uh, owner of the uh, strip club, <laughs> good old Larry. And this is like, yeah. Uh, right as Bud walks in to see him, he's he's sitting there doing lines of coke with one of his employees, one of his dancers, and he tells her, "Take a hit, be somebody."
0: <laughs> that was <laughs> what? hilarious.
1: <laughs> what? What is <are> this guy <laughs> he talking? He
0: said, "Be somebody." It is so that, casual. That, Take that a was, hit, be somebody. Be somebody. I was what? like, this is hilarious. <laughs> sad.
1: Yeah, and, it's the way it's delivered. Is it's so it's very deadpan, but it's, it's funny.
0: Uh, Tarantino's fascination with cl- coke close-ups—it's alarming. Uh, That's fair. In, in Pulp Fiction, you know, we see that with Uma Thurman's character. Oh man, all and, about and, it. And she
1: sniffs. like, "Hot
0: damn, hot damn!" I <laughs> said, <laughs> "Hot damn!" Wow. Yeah,
1: it's all about that. Uh, um, Just got a nose to snort it Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is a uh, pie May once uh, once again. He says, Your anger amuses me. Do you believe you are my match? <laughs> it's almost like he's inviting, like, come on. 100% he's inviting. <laughs> he, he knows. I mean, the fact that he says, if you, if you can land one strike on me, I will, I will bow before you and call you master. Dang. If you can land one strike. Yeah. And he goes to work, just moving the shoulders, dodging, <laughs> yeah. dodging, dodging. Even, like, moving on the other side of her, tap, taps on the shoulder, and then just with a nudge of his shoulder, like, you know, moves her away. Yeah, like man, he when she tries to kick him low, he I don't know, literally like catches her foot. Cause yeah. I almost like that counts as a strike, but technically he was in control. He technically <laughs> caught her foot with his and crush. flips her around. And yeah, he's like <laughs> <laughs> the laugh of impudence. Um, once again, Master Master Pai says, "Yeah, we said, it's, Your arm belongs to me now." Yeah. Mm. Uh, this is Bud. He's talking to, uh, to Ellie Driver. He said, you know, Bill thought she was so damn smart. I told him she was just smart for a
0: blonde. Dang. Wow. Um, I like uh, when Pai Mei was, um, when he he has her arm, he's like, do you wish to have power like this? You know, she's saying yes. And then and then also like when he's, in, you know, asking if she can speak Cantonese, uh, which is a dialect of, of China. Um, he's oh, yeah you speak Japanese. And then we think they're about to speak Japanese. I despise the Japs. It's like, like, whoa. Uh, I was like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> This guy, this, <laughs> uh, this guy is, um,
2: uh, <laughs>
1: xenophobic <laughs> and, uh, jingoistic. Like, he's all about his, <laughs> his own country, his own people, his own language. Like, everybody else, again, like, I mean, Bill said, look, he despises Americans. Yeah. He, he hates Caucasians. Yes. And, Absolutely loathes women. Dang. So, I take a year or so for him to warm up to you. Yeah,
0: because you think you're just going to hang out. We're just going to do some workouts for a couple, couple weeks. Weeks. Yeah.
1: Maybe. Maybe months. Yeah. But no. Like, he's he's saying the first year. The, first year, just year. the intro. Holy
0: crap. See, that like, means how she's...
1: long was she
0: there? So we'll talk about
1: that later. Oh. Okay. Okay. I got one last quote. Again, this is we kind of touched on this, but um, I'm, uh, this one I fully wrote down the the technique correctly you know bill again right before he died says prime taught you the five point palm exploding heart technique
2: mm.
1: yeah that's the full name of it. i had it written wrong in another area but the five point palm exploding heart technique yeah is the official
0: name take five steps after the blow when heart attack ensues huh? yeah
1: and i counted bill's steps the first one i counted it yesterday uh-huh he was kind of getting in position like to start taking half his steps. The is like, yeah, yeah. So I didn't count that one, but you could tell he's one, two, three, four, five. Ugh. Collapse. Yeah. Bang, bang. You're there. bang you bang, bang.
0: Do you have any questions for the filmmaker?
1: Um, again, I was going to ask why Bud didn't sense her near oh. the second go round, but, yeah. uh, he was, about to, he was ready to get his money. Yeah. He's been and blending he, up his sloppy margarita was, pouring. I'm like, this He's the messiest margarita <laughs> mixer I've ever seen. He's just disgusting. Sloppy. I would never drink that drink from him. It was like the, yeah, you get the Wrap your lips around that. <laughs> oh, sir. Oh, no, sir. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, his brain was clouded with greed. And that's why he couldn't censor this time. Fair enough. His chi was out of alignment. <laughs> Yeah, his his time his time had come. Uh any more questions? My only question is will there be a bar three? Hey. I mean, you're selling out. You're selling out. he knows people are waiting on that.
1: Uh yeah, twenty years later. Yeah. That's I mean, yeah, because part one is oh three. So I mean we're we're exact twenty twenty years. Apparently there's there's on IMDb there's been a script like for a while. Like there's mm-hmm. it's it's been yeah. In the ether I would sign up for it I mean it works it's, Totally It could work um, This is one of the few ones Where he's got like a Like a, a franchise Like you know Multiple mm-hmm. Yeah
0: Yeah Absolutely uh, Trivia um, Master Pi May Is actually based on The real character um, Bok Pai A pie book Um And he was in the Shaolin, like in, uh, was a Shaolin monk in 36 chambers. Yeah. He was Shaolin. Um, and apparently he was supposed to be like the next in line. And, and I don't know, like the full story, but he was skipped over for whatever reason. So he like, like wanted revenge and killed a whole bunch of monks. Um, so like the character is in a lot of like the Shaolin stuff. And so I say that to say when, Beatrice is being dropped off It's kind of understood That you've devoted your life To being a Shaolin monk So Mm. the first year is like oh yeah You're going to be here For a while anyway So
1: And the actor that plays him Actually fought Pai Mei In um, 36 Chambers Wow And then now he gets to He he got to play him He plays him well So here's Kind of trivia Slash Slash Oh I didn't realize this So every time that Bill Would say Hey kiddo I thought that was just a term of endearment. That was his last that was her last name. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't I didn't get that until mm-hmm. third time watching the film. Oh. And and they finally say, you know, you know, Beatrix, you know oh, when he's talking about when when he's, when he has the truth serum in her and he's like, you know, you you know, whether you would have been working at the record shop or pregnant or no matter how fat your ass would have gotten, every time you you woke up, you'd wake up Beatrix kiddo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's her full name. So every yeah. time he's saying "Hey kiddo," you know, because that's like a that's like a, a older person kind of like a term of endearment. Hey kiddo, what's you know like like talking to a kid? Some people will say mm-hmm. kiddo, but he's literally referring to her as her last name. Yep. I'm like, huh, but it, it kind of you know it's like if her last name would have been you know dear or sweetheart. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, I, I just now realized that. Currently in pop
0: culture, there is a song called. Kill Bill, that is rising up the charts by an artist named SZA, like RZA, but with an S. She's, it's female, right? Female artist? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard some of her stuff before. Yeah, she has a song called Kill Bill that is killing it right now. Literally right now is climbing the charts.
1: Roll on snare. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, The Flute was David Carradine's uh, from the Kung Fu series. And, <laughs> and he brought it to, to set to kind of play in between some stuff. Mm-hmm. And Tarantino had the idea to actually incorporate it into the film. Oh, I like. Yes, sir. I don't have any more trivia. And we got two more. Uh, well, yeah, we already covered that. Oh, here's a, a trivia. Michael Jai White actually was is, is in the only deleted scene. On this Blu ray, where he's actually in a fight with Bill. It's, it's, they've, Bill has taken, well, whatever area of the world they're in to go see Pi May. Oh. Beatrice is with him, and all of a sudden, Michael J. White's character shows up to fight Bill for whatever reason. He's got like three men with him, and Bill proceeds to just dismantle them all and ends up, ends up killing them all. Glad that wasn't in the movie, because really,
0: Michael J. White, I mean, you know, talking about. It's like the martial arts, you know, we don't know that, like the David Carradine character, like martial art community is like, eh, really? You're kung fu? Mm. Uh, <laughs> Michael J. White being from the kung fu community, like to this day, like literally fighting UFC fighters and training with them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not good on the optics there.
1: Yeah, I mean, you gotta, he gets killed. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Mm. I don't know why people want to kill Michael J. White in their movies.
1: Mm. Batman. Who? Remember that one? Yeah. Joker. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that's all I, that's all I got for, uh, now it's time for
0: filmmaker tips.
1: You got anything? Uh, double up on actors. Um, <laughs> in, in this Tarantino uses, uh, again, two of his actors, both Michael Parks and Gordon Lau or Lou Gordon Lou mm-hmm. to play two different characters, both the, the Sheriff and, you know, Esteban, yeah, the, the uh, leisurely gentleman, and then Gordon Liu playing both the the boss of the uh, Crazy 88s mm-hmm. and then also Master Pai Mei. Yeah,
0: well done. I bet that's fun for the actors to do that, you know, to be able to switch around and just have fun um, yeah, getting the most out of it. I didn't really have any filmmaker tips. I didn't, Yeah. You
1: know if the movie's super long, split it into two, two volumes. Absolutely. Uh, I like I like chapters, like literally having I I like I like the title cards. Yeah. That kind of give you an awareness of kind of time and place and and let you know, in Tarantino films is kind of important because he likes to play, you know, things out of chronological order. Mm-hmm. But uh but yeah, man, you know, Kill Bill, volume 1, volume 2. Still, man, still still rock and roll, still, still awesome.
0: Yeah, man. This was well done. It was cool to come back and, and check out the volume and the the bride.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, man, hopefully we'll get that that third installment someday. And again, I I want I want to see the the daughters yeah. of, of Copperhead and uh and the bride to uh clash. Which which snake was the bride known as? She
0: was Black Mamba She was the Black Mamba Yeah And that's when Vivica Father Black Mamba I should have been Black Mamba <laughs>
1: Cop ahead. First one to die Man. I assume that she was The newest member Of the Of the team Is my, my assumption mm. I don't know Yeah They didn't do her backstory Nope She's the only one Who don't get the backstory back for her. So I'm like Hmm
0: Yeah um, and of course, Buddy. I guess we didn't get Bud Buddy's backstory either.
1: That's true, but I'm like, well, he's Bill's brother, so I wonder. It's good enough. I think he's kind of in through nepotism.
0: Um, yeah, this was solid.
1: Nine, yes, sir. nine out of
0: ten, 8.5 out of ten.
1: Okay, okay,
0: Some around there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and what are we watching next time Next time we're we'll continuing on this Tarantino tear of films As we dive into the classic Modern day classic Pulp Fiction And you can catch us where Facebook.com forward slash filmmaker commentary We're also on iTunes SoundCloud Stitch Radio And Spotify Be sure to give us a like And a review Those things are so important to us It's been a minute since we've had uh, A review so we would love to hear from you. Share us with a friend, right? Spread the news, spread the word. You know, we are 170 episodes strong, plenty of content. So uh, yeah, tell a friend. You can connect with us on Twitter. He is at Reggie Titus. I'm at Casey G. Smith 32. We're also on the gram. You can find us at Filmmaker Commentary where you can find links to the show and the stories. He's at Reginald Titus Jr. on Instagram. I'm at KCGSmith32. Until next time, peace. Respect.